0: Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Nat Talks. And I appreciate everyone who listened to our first ever podcast episode. It was nerve-wracking to shoot, nerve-wracking to talk about, because it's something very personal to me. But, you know, around here on this podcast, we are not shying away from the difficult stuff, the fun stuff, the silly stuff. Everything's going to be addressed. Okay? okay? I could not do it properly. Anyway, um. so today's topic, because... What we are doing this week is basically just everything parenting. So today's topic in that line is the baby mama, baby daddy stigma. Okay, but I'm going to be talking about baby mama stigma because I'm a baby mama. Okay, so please don't come for me and say, why, well, you know, guys can also be baby daddies. You know, can a, you know, they can also behave a certain type of way. I know that because I have one, <laughs> you know, but I'm talking about from the baby mama perspective. Because, you know, it's actually very upsetting, especially in an African setting, because there's a certain stigma surrounded against, you know, being a single mother and not being married and you have a child. You know, if you're African, you know what I'm saying. (laughs) I don't got to explain it to you. But, you know, there's just a very big stigma of why, you know, of judgment when it comes to single mothers. But not just single mothers, baby mamas. Okay. And it makes my blood curl. It makes me just get hot. Red rage because people just put all baby mamas in the same box. You know, it's like it's like you think everybody thinks it's only just just the way you see it on TV. You know, so from TV, you see that the baby mamas at his office screaming like you need to take care of your kids. That's what people think of baby mamas. You know, and we are not all like that. You know, um, so for me, before I even get into the stigmas and the topic, I would just like to say that I took back the word baby mama and I've changed the meaning. You know, so for me, that's not just stereotypical, like, oh, that's a baby mama, you know, like, oh, she probably just, you know, like, I don't even know how to explain it. But there's just a certain way that people portray baby mamas, and it's not really, when people call you a baby mama, it's normally not in a good sense. But for me, I actually call myself a baby mama, because I wanted to take back the meaning of the word. So for me, baby mama means, you know, I have a kid with somebody. You know, but at the end of the day it doesn't stop me from being who I am and it's not the only part of me. I'm so very independent. I have my own things going on. So that's why I decided like let me actually use this term despite the negative things that people say about us. I'm like, no, I'm taking back this word because I need to know because I need to know um that I can change the narrative, you know. And that I, myself, I'm not a typical baby mama that you see from the TV who just always has drama, drama, drama. It's not always that way. Okay, yes, so let's get into it, right? So, and the thing that drives me the most crazy is that you have men and women who have never been in the situation judging you, you know? And deciding that that they know everything about the human experience and how your child will grow up because they're not in a two-parent home. Okay, so let's get into that. So, um, a lot of the time, especially here, you know, when I got pregnant, you know, of course it was a big thing because I was young at the time, you know, and also, you know, I wasn't I, the father of my child. Besides, started off dating, but it didn't work out, you know, and so we went together, okay? And I would have people coming to me and saying, yeah, but you know, you should try and fix things, you know, because... For the sake of the child, you should try and fix things. Your child is going to grow up with daddy issues. You know, if you're not careful and all this hurtful stuff. But nobody ever asks, why are you not in that relationship? We always just go to, you should be in that relationship. Go get him back. No, be with him for the sake of the child. You know, that's immediately what people jump to. But no one ever takes the time to ask you, what have you been through? What are you currently going through that makes you think that, oh, I can't be in a family with this person. And at the end of the day, you know, it's not everybody that should be in a family just because they have children. The same way, having a child doesn't necessarily mean that you're a good parent. It just means you have a child, you know. So those two are very important because I think a lot of the time, we just go straight to judgment without asking any questions. You know, like my situation, at that time, it was very, very tense and very toxic, you know. And had I stayed with him, probably, you know, Elaine would probably be very miserable right now. Like Elaine is my daughter. You know, she my child would be very miserable right now because we were just constantly arguing and fighting. Things were very bad between us. I would go for long periods where he's blocked because we're just fighting constantly. You know, and everything was a problem. Everything was an issue. So for me, why should that be an example to my child? Like, oh just settle for whatever somebody is willing to give you, just because people want you to be in a relationship with the father of the child, people want you to be married, you know, which is a very bad message to send my child, you know. And I decided from before she was born, the type of mother that she was going to see, the type of woman that she was going to see, and the qualities that she would model after me, and it was very important for her to see that mommy's happiness means something, okay. It was very important for her to see that mommy can stand up for herself, And it's not going to just accept certain things in the name of um in the name of just I wasn't going to accept certain things in the name of oh just because somebody says, you know, no, I've walked my own path. And that is something that I've been trying to exhibit from the day that she was born. Okay? So nobody ever asks what happened, you know. Everybody just assumes that obviously it's your fault. Go get your man back. And that's the other thing that is very unfair a lot of the time the blame is placed on the woman you know it's very rare that people go up to the guy and say hey stay in your relationship no because if you don't stay in the relationship your child is going to grow up with daddy issues nobody asks the guy nobody asks the guy why aren't you with your family the same family that you've made where are they why aren't you with them you know we just blame the woman because it's the woman's fault but sometimes that's not the case sometimes it's not the woman's fault It's a guy's fault. Or sometimes maybe it's just not meant to be, you know. And also, this whole thing of a two-parent home being better than a one-parent home is total, total nonsense. Because it's very possible to be in a two-parent home where both parents ignore you. They have a bad relationship. And guess what? You're learning bad relationship values. You're learning how to interact with people in a negative way because that's what you're seeing at home. So that's also possible because there are two people, that means there are people who are arguing, you know, in some cases there are even people who are being abused, you know. So I'm just trying to just the fact that a two-parent home is not necessarily a happy home. The focus when it comes to trying to tell someone, oh, your child has daddy issues because they don't live in a two-parent home. The focus should be not on the number of parents, but on the happiness inside the home. And what the child is seeing inside the home. Because at the end of the day, children model their behaviors um, based on what they see around them. Or if they don't model their behaviors that way, they react to the environment that they live in, you know. So if you're somebody who growing up, you always saw your dad shouting at your mom, guess what? Sometimes you find that the person may also just randomly shout at people. Maybe they're very aggressive because that's what they saw in their home, you know. So this thing where you say, oh... If you're a single mother, your child's going to have daddy issues. It's not necessarily true. Because at the end of the day, in some cases, the, pa- the other parent is still around. So all that's needed really, if the parent is a parent that you can actually work with, because sometimes you just have to cut off a parent, because they may do more harm than good. Okay? So we can't keep everybody. We can't always just have the or ending. If you are in a relationship where it's just completely undoable to be with that person, you know, and they can't even be in your child's life because maybe there's someone aggressive, maybe there's someone violent, or they're emotionally unstable. There's so many reasons. Then it just means that you have to make sure that your home, your one parent home, is just a happy space with healthy relationships, healthy rules, healthy boundaries. That's what it means. You know. So let's just we need to really get rid of the stigma of, oh. A two-parent home is the only way to be in a home, you know? It's not true. Because then, if we really think about it, what about people who only have one parent because other parent has passed away? What are we saying? That they're also not going to have, they're going to go up with issues also, you know? So it's just a very slippery slope, and it shouldn't be the gold standard that two people means a happy home. Or because you have two parents, then that's all that you need. No, you can still have two parents and still come out completely messed up. Just depends on the environment and the situation that your parents are in, you know. Um, so it's just, yeah, it's just very upsetting. It's very, very upsetting. And also, we don't hold the man accountable and responsible. It's always just you go get your man, go get him. And I'm just there like, what do you mean, go get him? Why do you mean? What do you mean? Why am I not with him? Do you ask? Do you ask him why is he not with me? You know? Do you ask him? Oh, do you know that your child grew up with these and these issues? You know? Um. So, yes. And also, if you're somebody who doesn't have any type of skin in this game, it is very maddening, very, very maddening, you know, to have people come up to you and kind of judge you and say, yeah, but it would be nice if you'd be family with him. Why aren't you with him? Why haven't you married the father of your child? You know? And to start judging someone based off of that, you know, and to start kind of saying... Because it's a one-parent home, your child is going to have issues they are going to be messed up. As somebody who has no skin in the game, you're not a baby mama, you're not a baby daddy, you know, you are not. maybe you're not even in a relationship, but you're just saying, oh yeah, because when I was young, I saw... No, 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 no. It's very different when you're actually going through it, you know. And it's much easier to judge someone when you're just looking from the outside in. But when it's your turn, oh my goodness, that's how people now start seeing things differently. You know and you understand things differently because there are certain things where it's easy to judge but it's very different once you're in a situation you know um so let's get now into the identity of baby mamas so baby mamas in general i just put into this kind of thing of like oh they're always asking for money demanding this, demanding that you know sending pictures of the kid but it's not really the kid it's just the mom because trying to get the dad back because they're all bitter about how the relationship has ended you know, and it's not the case, it really isn't the case, um, there are different types of baby mamas, so even the stereotypical baby mama that's just waiting around for the man, missing the man, you know, depending on the man, you know, getting all his money, it's not the case in some situations, you know, so we shouldn't allow that to be the gold standard of how we kind of view baby mamas, you know, Um, because again, and that's the parallel now, because if now I say I'm a single mother, then again, single mother, we get back to the connotations of, but why aren't you with the guy? You should marry him. You shouldn't have issues. You know, things with single parents, you know, people always grow up with issues, you know. So again, single, single mother, single mother has a negative connotation attached to it too, you know, which is also terrible because the same way a baby mama can mean something different depending on the person. Single mother, you know, can also mean something different. It doesn't mean like, oh, the person is, like, struggling. The person has got nowhere to go home. The person is constantly going through issues. That's not the case. You know, it's not always hardship. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, it's not, yes, it's hard being a single mother. But it's not always hardship. Like, oh, we're struggling. You know, we're emotionally down all the time. You know, we're going through things every single day. It's not like that. You know, so when, but let's get back to baby mama. So when it comes to baby mamas, right, there are different types. We are not all the same. We are not all money-hungry, what-whats, like it's portrayed in media. You know, that's not the case. I am a baby mama, and like I said, for me, I choose to use that term because I choose to change the meaning. For me, baby mama does not mean the same as it does to anybody else. Oh, she just had a baby out of wedlock. Oh, she's not with the guy. You know. Oh, she's always constantly on the guy. That's not what it means to me. To me, it just means that I had a baby with somebody and I'm not with the person. But I'm still independent. I make my own money. You know, I take care of my child. Devoted. I am a devoted mother to my child, you know. And I have been since the beginning. For me, that's what baby baby mama is. And then come to single mother, for me, that is also not a negative thing. And I know that that's controversial, because like we've said, people always assume one parent house means you're going to be unhappy, you're going to have issues. It's not always the case, like we've established. So for me, a single mother is somebody strong, somebody independent, somebody who takes care of themselves and their kids, because that's me, you know, somebody who is just very resilient. Because let me tell you, as a baby mama, as a single mama, as a single mother, a single mama, you are going to go through it, you know, so... It's just very important that we always make sure that we are. Yes, so with single mother, it just means that you're somebody independent, somebody strong, somebody resilient. Because as a single mother, you will go through a lot. You're going to go through people's unnecessary opinions, unasked for opinions. You're going to go through times when you just don't know how you're going to get everything done. You're going to go through times when you feel like you're juggling a lot, you know, because you are everything. As a single mother, you are everything. And I am everything to my child, you know. So I decided that I was going to change the meaning a very, very long time ago, especially when she was just just before she was born. I decided that I was going to change the meaning on how I do things and how I see it, you know. And, of course, I also wasn't going to let people who know nothing about being a single mom or a baby mom, if you want to use that term, tell me to run my life because you don't know what I went through and I went through a lot in that relationship you know and it took a lot for me to leave it wasn't a simple thing you know that's another thing that we don't appreciate we always focus on oh let's judge her because she's not staying with the guy she's just going to make sure her child doesn't have a two-parent home you know but we never think why is this person leaving what have they gone through you know and it's a sacrifice to leave because it's very scary to just kind of start out on your own as a parent. It is very scary and it's hard. So if somebody has made that choice, despite, all of, despite knowing all the judgment they're going to face, despite knowing all the un- unasked for opinions they're going to get, despite knowing the fact that probably, probably it's going to be the, one of the hardest things they do in their life, if they still leave, there's a reason behind it. You know, it's not an easy thing because I think also people just assume, oh, she just wants to leave. You know, it's so easy for her. She just left. She didn't even try, you know, which is also not always the case. Sometimes it's really hard to leave, but you just have to do what's best for yourself. Because at the end of the day, staying in a bad situation and being an unhappy parent also has its own effects on kids, you know. Um, so I just think that this, this whole thing is just a very narrow-minded view, you know, most of the time about what it means to be a baby mama, what it means to be a single mother, what it means to grow up in a one-parent home, you know. And I'm not saying that, you know, that's the other thing. We shouldn't just assume that you, if you're in a two-parent home, you will not grow up with any issue, no. You know, same way, even in a one-parent home, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have any type of issue, because that's impossible. We're all humans, and we all go through things, and, you know, we all, it's not only about what happens inside the home. It's also about the relationships you have with others outside of your home you know, and the things that happen outside of the home, you know. So it's not always just home, home, home is where the issues start. No, that's not the case. It can actually be a multitude of things that can lead to someone having issues, you know. Sometimes it's just a reaction to a situation that has happened. You know, you get in a car accident, all of a sudden you can't be in cars. You know, sometimes it's just like that. So I don't think that we should have such a narrow-minded view about how, to get happiness, how issues come about, you know, and always focus on, yeah, no, be with the guy, you know, without asking any questions. But even so, you don't have the right to ask questions. You don't have the right to walk up to someone and tell them, hey, stay in that relationship so your child can be happy, you know. It doesn't necessarily mean that just because you're in a two-parent home, you're going to be happy, you know. Happiness is also very hard to come by, but that's a talk for another day. You know, so yes, I just wanted to explore this, you know, because it's a very, very, very big issue, very sensitive issue. And maybe I'll do a segment where I talk to another baby mother so we see and a baby daddy so we can see the difference. But for now, like I said, it's about me and my personal experience, you know, because I am somebody who's a product of a single mother. You know, I have a single mother. I've had a single mother for Oh gosh, I was about to say my age for a long time, (laughs) you know, and so I know what I'm talking about in terms of how you grow up in a one-parent home and how that affects you, you know, and I also know from my own viewpoint what it means to be a single mother and a baby mama and the stigma around it, you know, and it's very easy to tell someone, hey, marry someone, and also the other thing now. If you don't tell a baby mama, oh, why aren't you the baby daddy, get back with him, stay with him, you now move on to start suggesting the baby mama must marry somebody, anybody, so there's a father for her kids. And no, again, having a parent doesn't mean that you have a quality parent. We can all have a parent or parents, but it doesn't mean that we have the best parent just because they are there. Simply because we call them dad, you know, anybody can, like the saying goes, anybody can be a father but it takes a special person to be a dad, you know, and it's a very distinguished quote that I really relate with because truly, when you think of the scientific process, really anybody can be a father, you know, but being a dad is something different because that means that you're there, you're putting in the effort, you're putting in the time, you're committing, you know, every day to being a good father to your children, okay? So, not even that thing of suggesting, oh, my, someone, such a child can have a father. At what cost, you know? Just for them to be able to say, yes, I grew up in a two-parent home. You know? That is not the way that we should be doing things. We shouldn't be just telling people, oh, yes, just marry someone because your kids need a father. A child needs a father. So, just marry somebody. No. If you're marrying someone, it should be there for the right reasons. And also, like I said, just because you marry someone doesn't mean that they'll be a good father. And doesn't mean that your child would not be happy because all of a sudden they have a father. You know? It does not work like that. It's not a straight line. Um, so, yes, thank you for taking time. Yes, thank you for taking time to listen to me and to listen to what I'm saying. And like I said, before anybody comes for me, this is my personal experience, okay? So don't come for me, you know? And like I said, I'm focusing on baby mamas because I'm a baby mama. I don't know what baby daddies go through. I know what I've been through and what other friends have gone through, you know, which is like part where I'm talking from. That's where I'm coming from. And I know from the side of having a single mother, and growing up in a one parent home, but I didn't have you know, and that's also the other thing we assume, that one parent home means you never see your father. That's not the case. That is not the case all the time. Sometimes it's just I have one parent, you have one parent there, but there's still a good relationship, which is what I have going on, you know? It's not that thing of like, oh, I'm going to be spiteful. Yeah, you never see the child. No, because you don't give any money, you never see the child. Like, that's not always the case, you know. Like, oh, give me money before you see the kids. It's not always the case, you know. So for, my, for me, we are two different parents in two different places, but they still that connection. But also, we shouldn't judge people who have completely cut off the fathers, because we don't know what has happened, you know, sometimes people go through a lot, you know, and they just reach a stage where they think that their child will be better off, and sometimes that is the case, they're better off without having that certain parent around, you know, so like I said, it is just something that we need to change the narrative on, and we need to stop being so harsh and judgmental, and trying to compensate for something that we think they're lacking, you know, yes, we can't lie that and say it's perfect, you know, like I can't say it's perfect. There's sometimes where I wish that you know I lived in a two per, in a two parent home. So when I'm having troubles, I can just say, "Oh, here, take over take over." You know, um, it's not an easy thing. I'm not saying that it's perfect. I'm not saying that everyone should strive to be a single mother or strive to be a baby mama and just have kids with whoever and whomever. No, but at the end of the day, these things happen. Okay. These things happen and what matters is how the person handles it. What matters is the happiness of the child. And the fact that you're putting the child first. Because like I said, it's not easy to leave. And for me, it wasn't easy to leave. But I had to do that. I had to. Because I think, you know, a happy parent is what matters most. Not the number of parents, not the type of home. But a happy parent. Because a happy parent means a happy child. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Next week's episode... I will release the topic right before the episode. I'm trying to keep it like kind of a surprise, so you're not just expecting things. You know, it's better for it to be a surprise. So next week, next week's episode will focus on. Next week's episode. Thank you guys for listening. Next week, next week's. Thank you guys for listening. Next week's episode will focus on that parental. Thank you for listening, guys. I appreciate it. Next week's episode is gonna focus on parents and generational issues. Are we learning from our parents' mistakes? Are we just absorbing what they tell what they've been through and now it's our own trauma? That's what we're gonna talk about next week. And yeah. Looking forward to chatting with you then.